Welcome back to a brand new episode of Vagina Slims. For those who are completely new around here, my name is Lauren Rose and I run this thing every two weeks. Um, yeah, <laughs> short intro, we're good. Um, but yeah, if I seem really spacey today, it's because I've been up since like 3.30. I couldn't like I've been getting up at weird times or I've been like taking melatonin and stuff. So I've had the craziest dreams um, and just sleep doesn't really do it for me anymore. So, but it was cool. Like I, I was up, you know, when it was dark out and you could see stars, which is pretty new here because um, the fires have been pretty gnarly. And so the sky has been, totally smoked out but we had a change of winds and I went outside this morning and I could see stars um plus I just like that like I like being out you know when no one's outside and it's just super calm and quiet and kind of non-threatening but also still creepy so yeah if I seem off it's because I have like tuned two brain cells right now um anyways i'm excited to come back with another halloween episode you guys know halloween is my favorite holiday and although you know halloween is not going to be the same this year because of corona um you know we have to look forward to something uh (laughs) we have to have joy to live so we're gonna pretend like it's still happening like it usually would so i've just been collecting a shit ton of music like post-punk punk new wave like really cool stuff to share and um today's gonna be one of those episodes so um yeah we're gonna start off with kind of an interesting uh, like intro track, which is this 60s kind of psychedelic, which um, track, it's an, a full album, it's like a speaking album, so I'll leave that in the show notes, but it's really awesome, um, pretty trippy, and then from there, we're going to go into the B-52s with Planet Claire, um, so yeah, let's go. Whirling through space, drifting toward eternity. Mystical sparks encircled by loneliness and cold darkness. Are you afraid? 
so are a lot of other people. One of the reasons witchcraft has survived through the ages is because man's need to coerce destiny and subdue the fear within has never subsided. Witchcraft attempts to deceive, cajole, and otherwise disturb natural inclination and occurrences. Witches know about the universal energy of which all things are part. You, the stars, the trees, the rocks, the gods. We know how to tune into this energy and use it. A witch is a psychic female who with magical secrets and sheer force of will makes things happen. I'm a witch. My mother is a witch. My grandmother is a witch. And my grandmother's great-grandmother was a witch. I'm a sixth-generation witch. With magic, I control energy. With magic, I can help you become a power. With enchantments, spells, and charms, you will soon be able to rearrange the law and order of all things.
Introduction Dash Gods by Louise Hubner, which is that really cool, like witch uh, seance album. <laughs> so cool. I really, that'd be like some like super dope to have on a record or something, you know, just thinking about like who would, who would buy that album and play it, you know? Um, anyways, <laughs> and then the B-52s with Planet Claire, which is another great song um but as I was listening to that totally brought me back to something I haven't thought about in a minute but I remember when I was like a freshman in high school um one of my first classes so crazy that I remember this um I had health class with a really creepy like basketball coach teacher who would always hit on girls anyways um, I saw this girl sitting and I didn't know at the time that she was a twin, but, um, if you guys have ever seen that movie called Teen Witch from like, I don't know, eighties, I think it was eighties, maybe early nineties. Um, if you don't know the movie, like you have to see it. It's so cheesy and, and great, but anyways, I went up to this girl cause I was really trying to hype myself myself up and you know make friends because I literally knew no one um going to that school like I knew a handful of people but we weren't really friends anymore um anyways I told her that she looked like the main character from that film you know with like the long reddish hair um and it was kind of like a swing and a miss because I I think she was very shy as well but she just she didn't know the movie I don't think um so yeah, I kind of just like cringe to myself. But years later, I swear to God, I'm not making this up, but at a party or something, I don't remember where, brain cells. Um, 
she came up to me and she's like, oh, hey, like when we first started school, you said that I look like this girl and I watched the movie and it's so good. Um, so yeah, that was a little sweet throwback moment that I haven't thought about. But I've seen that movie um, on HBO. Um, so I really need to rewatch it because it's like total like campy now like people make fun of it because it's just really awkward like rap scene um if i find the video i'll put it on the vieslin's instagram but anyways witches and aliens that's the vibe for the podcast but it's really interesting just like thinking about the 60s and like the rise of the the like satanic church if that's even what it's called and i just I'm really depressed because I like usually in the fall I go up to Mill Valley which is um just across the Golden Gate from San Francisco and that area is so creepy like it's super wealthy um very beautiful during the fall cause the leaves change colors and all of that um but there's definitely something dark and sinister and I've like known people who I've known one person who grew up in the area and would say that like there used to be human sacrifices like in the caves along the ocean. And my friend Angie, I remember was telling me about this. Uh, I don't know if like Anton LaVey had a house. If somebody's from San Francisco, let me know. Um, but there's this witch house, I guess. And I don't know if it's demolished, but there's just like crazy insane energy up there so I'm bummed that I won't be up there this fall because of the virus but fuck like whatever (laughs) nothing we can do about it right um okay so what I've been watching I've watched a lot of good um spooky movies and shows and stuff but before I get into that, I do want to say that I watched um, We Are Who We Are, which is the HBO miniseries by Luca Guardino. Um, and I'm interested. I'm interested in it. You guys know he did Call Me By Your Name. And the, there's a boy. I'm totally forgetting his last name, but his first name is Jack. And he's, I guess, the main character and Chloe Sevigny is his, one of his moms. Um, and I don't know. I fuck with that kid. He was in It. And there's this really... There's this interview with Bill Skarsgård on some, like, night show. And he was kind of telling this jokey story about how, you know, he's... It was one of his first days on set, and he's supposed to, you know, terrify one of the kids in the movie... And he was like drooling all over him and, you know, all in his costume and whatever. And the kid was just screaming, screaming. And then when the director said cut, the kid was like, that was great. Like, I love what you did with that character, you know. And I don't know how old he was, like 10, 11, 12, like. um, And the whole audience laughed like, oh, such a knee slapper. But you can tell like this kid really is invested in acting so you know I'll support I'll stand and he also made that funny video about where he's like uh denouncing his use of weed or whatever 
because uh, someone got a video of him smoking like a blunt and he was like, I don't know. You guys know the video if you know the video. Anyways, um, so yeah, I'm interested in that. I've never seen a show that takes place on an army base, um, especially in Italy. So I'm curious. I'm there. I'm involved. Um, a movie that I actually had never seen was Close Encounters of the Third Kind by Steven Spielberg. So I watched that a couple weeks ago, and it's pretty brilliant. It's from 1977. Um, visuals are stunning. Yeah, I. it's just one of those movies that like I've never seen, but it's really iconic, and a lot of films, especially in horror sci-fi reference you know this kind of big films and you guys know i couldn't go an episode without referencing mysterious skin by greg araki but if you've ever seen that film you know it's a coming of age depressing dark film however there's a plot line where one of the boys thinks that he was abducted by aliens and so you could just tell, like, visually, um, you see these reenactments of him as a child, you know, picturing being, you know, taken by this blue light. And you can picture, you know, the kid having watched these movies because the timeline fits. So I just really think it's interesting how cinema plays on itself and how these movies become so iconic, Um how we view the world and how we're curious and you know always thinking of what's what's out there is there more out there was this just some crazy coincidence that we could evolve to this level and nothing else could so yeah I just had to connect those two um what else I've been watching a lot of Buffy Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show I loved that show growing up. Um, I know it played out like it played on the WB. I remember, and my father, he had a small TV in his room, and I remember I don't know where my mom was, but she definitely wasn't there because I don't think she would let me watch that show. But I remember I would sit on the bed. I think maybe I was taking like albuterol, or you know, I had asthma as a kid. And anyways, I'd have this like awesome oxygen mask on and I just sit on the end of the bed and watch Buffy and my dad let me and that was really cool so and yeah it's just a good time it's a good time for fashion for music I have so many CDs that I've thrifted of different Buffy soundtracks and when I was re-watching the first season I didn't really realize that they had a lot of live performances you know um, of different bands that came on so yeah, I think that's one that I'll be watching throughout the season, you know, a fall. Another film I'd seen on TV and traumatized me was Death Becomes Her. And I rewatched that recently. Um, for those who don't really know the premise, it's Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn and Bruce Willis. And it's these two best friends, you know, growing up and one's a you know, actor, performer, and the other one's kind of like homely. And one of the women steals Goldie Hawn's husband. And so they just start this competitive uh, streak where one, 
one wants to get it's so campy one wants to get back at the other for stealing her husband and it's really luxurious and glam very Joan Cusack and the Agnes family values movie you know that we just watched um like I just love that like rich bitches being evil you know (laughs) like that's the vibe like I need the glamour and I need this story um but yeah, it's a little dated, you know, in terms of concepts. But I just remember seeing that scene where Bruce Willis pushes Meryl Streep down a staircase and her neck gets like all fucked up. And I could not like it made me just like feel like revolted as a kid because it was just the CGI at the time was so good. Um, but yeah, that's such a great one if you want like kind of a spooky but also glam. And then. Isabella Rossellini is also in it, and she is stunning. Um, you know, we stand. So that's been one of my favorites. And I'll put some clips on the V Slim's Instagram if you haven't seen it, um, just because I think it needs to be immortalized on the internet forever. And then lastly, one that I actually watched this morning at like 5 a.m. was Eyes Without a Face, which is a French, um, I don't know, maybe horror film. You guys know I don't love gore, and this one does kind of have that element, but it's black and white, it's French. Um, Did I say that already? And it's basically about this young girl who gets into a car accident, and her father is a surgeon, and so her face is all fucked up from it. Um, and he creates this mask to put over her face. So she looks like this mannequin walking around. And in the meantime, he searches for these girls to basically do a face transplant uh, on them for his daughter. And of course, the girls do not consent. And it's this whole, you know, horror thriller thing. So the fashion is great. I really love like late 50s fashion and um, yeah, it's just such a, it's an eerie, well-shot film. So again, I'll leave all of these in the show notes um, and then I'll upload some supplemental stuff onto the Instagram. But those are my recommendations so far. Um, if you guys know of any horror films or like Halloween films that you think I should see or rewatch, let me know. Just DM me because I'm, I'm always searching for new ones. Um, yeah, we're gonna go more punk. This is Alien Eyes by The Spits. Um, and then when we get back, we'll do some questions and then round out the episode. So enjoy.
Alright, welcome back. That was Spitz with Alien Eyes, Short and Sweet, and Dope. Um, Alright, so we're going to finish out with some questions. And if you ever want to submit, just hit up my Slim's Instagram. Check out the stories about a day or two before the episode drops. That's how I'm doing it. Um, and eventually, I might reopen like an anonymous um, way to submit questions because that I used to do that in the past but for now this is what's going to be but I'll let you know um, but yeah got some ride or dies today want to honor them take some questions okay uh, first one ace.com hey hey says have you ever watched Midsummer? yes I really do enjoy Midsummer. I really love the fact that it was a horror film shot entirely, you know, in daylight. Um, and of course, I love Hereditary as well. And that, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I worked on the studio that that was filmed on. And it's so crazy because there's a scene where Tony Collette is like going to a art, an art store or something. And she's in the parking lot. Um, Anyways, that's a parking lot, the studio where I used to park my car every day. So, yeah, that's just, it's fun, really surreal. <laughs> um, but yeah, Midsummer's amazing. Desert Roads, have you ever experienced anything paranormal? I have, and recently. Um, <laughs> I've been staying with a friend who lives in this, um, like, craftsman style house really old early 1900s um house and i don't know man there's something there's like a another floor on top and it's kind of like an attic but during the day when i'm alone here like i'll be in the bathroom or something and i'll just hear like footsteps (laughs) upstairs and it honestly i don't even know like at this point in 2020, like, I'm kind of ready, you know, to experience it all. (laughs) I'm just like, if we're doing it, you know, let's go all out. Um, But yeah, I've experienced, like, I get those eerie kind of feelings. Like, I I definitely can sense when, like, a space is really, um, has, like, bad energy. I toured a place in Salt Lake City once, um, like an apartment and they had this like crawl space that like the guy wasn't showing me like he kind of like barred the door I'm like what's this and he's like oh don't worry it's like unfinished basement and I just opened it and I just like felt like bad bad vibes and I was like okay I'm good <laughs> and I left I was like hell no I'm not staying there but I mean another time I was up near Canada um, on this canoeing trip. And I went to an island that hadn't been visited in like 20 years. Um, And the area kind of was popular. I don't know if that's the right word to say, but with draft dodgers during the Vietnam War era, a lot of Americans would hop the border and just camp out. So we went to a site where there were some remnants of a camp that people had been to and we went basically to um 
kind of re like make a trail again so people could go back and put up signs and stuff um but yeah just really heavy heavy energy there were wolves there that's the first time I heard wolves at night um but I just remember one day like we were so so tired from canoeing all day like almost like sleep paralysis we were laying in in our tent and we were all kind of awake but like our bodies were just so dead that we were just lying there and we heard these huge like kerplunks like in the the little lake because it it was an island with a lake inside of it I don't know if that makes sense a lake an island and then a huge lake with hundreds of islands if it makes any sense but, um, you know, it could be like a beaver or something, but there is kind of like this unspoken um, spirit that's supposed to be, you know, like native to the area that's kind of a trickster and you're not really supposed to talk about it. And, you know, maybe they're just like pulling our our legs or whatever, um, you know, when you go to like a camp. Um but definitely believe that. I mean, um, I guess there's this one story of the counselors being in the middle of the lake trying to gather water because you can't gather it near the shore because of, you know, bacteria or whatever. So they were out in the middle of the lake and it was just after sunset. And then all of a sudden, like, wind started whooshing from, like, all sides of the lake and the waves just rocking the boat back and forth. And then rocks were being thrown, like at the at the people in the boat so I don't know I mean white people coming in to camp and you know a sacred land like kind of tracks so but I'm definitely open to experiencing more but I I don't really seek it out I just it comes to me you know um all right my friend Tucker split up music says how do you deal with unspoken conflict between friends like that just under the surface shit? I don't know, man. I wish I could tell you, like, that's kind of one of my least, I mean, it's not a strength of mine. Um, like sometimes I feel like saying what you need to say and like laying it down, you know, just not giving a fuck and trying to be open and honest can benefit you but I also feel like the older I get I'm like you got to choose your battles you know if this is something that's more internal with me like why I'm upset like I will mind that and figure that out like for me I don't necessarily have to like drag another person in who might even might even be like blindsided by this conflict you know but if you feel it on both sides I mean the right thing to do is to you know bring it up and just air it out because the last thing you want is like resentment or have something bubble up you know it's like it's hard though it's like digging for a splinter you know you could just make the wound worse and not even get out the splinter or you could leave it and maybe it pushes itself out like I don't know it's hard but I mean the way I'm trying trying to live my life is just to have like no bad blood with anybody unless it's like completely warranted and in that case you just like forgive and forget you know 
but it's easier said than done. So I don't know if that helped, but hope you're doing well. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for listening. It's been a good show. I'll be back in a couple of weeks. Some more Halloween stuff. Um, but yeah, let's just keep on living, you know. Uh, this is David Bowie with Loving the Alien. Thanks for listening, and we'll chat soon. Bye.